Hello, hello, and welcome to Your Life Against the Grain, the show where we interview those who take risks and accomplish only what some dream. Scott and Abby here. Here we go. Welcome, Marcella Zacapa. Hello, hello. I'm so glad to be here. Absolutely. Yeah, thank are, you for being here. <laughs> we are so excited to have you. You are a person that goes against the grain. Uh, everything from your YouTube channel and all the followers you have. Being a mother, a businesswoman, a leader, a voice in the country that I used to live in, Honduras. So uh, that is not easy, but uh, we're super excited to have you in here. Just a little bit of your story and what's going on inside of that amazing mind of yours. What is going on right now? We have like a hundred days of quarantine. So imagine putting a very feisty cat in a very small cage. <laughs> thank God. Thank God for social media. Um, I mean, you know, the, the, the business and never stops and the ideas always seem to keep growing. So currently, um, Honduras has been a lot on a lockdown for more than a hundred days, I think. And, and for business people, it's very hard. You see business as well all over the world closing down or filing for bankruptcy. Um, and but the, but the beautiful thing, Scott, is that even though it's difficult to coordinate who's going to work and when is it going to open and how do you sell, because everything is so complicated right now, but you see so many individual entrepreneurs rising up every day. I mean, everybody's selling bread, everybody's selling. I mean, they're doing Zoom uh, lessons. And so I love that about my people. I don't know, but I love how we will do, we will live the day with a basic talent that we know, whether it's painting a little, you know, paint or, or doing some bread. Um, so that's where we're at. Me personally, I'm working on my webpage. I'm, I'm trying to see how to come back to the YouTube season. So, I mean, it's a busy, it's a busy season. I'm coming out with a line of clothing. So all these ideas and all the things that I never had time to do because of my actual work, now that it's on pause, all those ideas are like taking reality. <laughs> and you know, Marcel, I think that's uh, because so many people during this time are struggling to find themselves and find, because often our jobs define us. And uh, I think people that push through and find even greater things to do just sounds like that's what you're doing. You know, taking the opportunity to polish up the website, which looks great, by the way. And then just, you know, uh, new ventures and, and things. And so one of our questions we love to ask is what has been the biggest motivation for you to live your life against the grain? Um, for me, um, I don't know if you all know, but I had anorexia and bulimia for like 15 years and God restored me from that. I, I was not born a Christian. I was born into a Christian home, but I wasn't really a Christian. And when I found the Lord and he saved me from it and I, and my number one gift is communication. <laughs> so imagine that with a great message to give. So I was like, I have a great message to give because of all the battles I had gone through. And I remember I started through my Facebook and I would give out, you know, the updates, but so many people were encouraged by it. And, and they would tell me like, oh my gosh, your status up. I mean, they're just like a Bible study. And I remember thinking two things. First of all, 
okay, Lord, I have a message to give, but I want it to be yours. So I want to know you in such a way that I don't want to put makeup on your message. If it sounds horrible, then that's how I'm going to say it. Like, I don't want to, I don't want it to be my words. I want it to be yours. So I took it upon myself to study the Bible, to go to every single um, read every book, try to know as much as I can so that his word would not be tainted. And then the second thing was like, okay, if I want people to listen to my message, I first need to be somebody. And by saying be somebody, I'm not talking about rich because I was born rich. I know that sounds awful, but I was born with money. What can I do? But it's not about having money. It's about having character. It's about having a, a testimony. You know, it's about it's about people saying whatever she does, she does with excellence. There's something about her that just there's peace, there's completeness. So I began to just bloom wherever I was planted. I started working with my mom um, at the at the furniture store, and it was tough because my mom is tough. She's a tough businesswoman, fierce. And, and, and it was difficult for me because sometimes when you work with family, you want to play the family card. Like, but my mom is so mean. Um, and I remember I was like, nope, no. I mean, if this is where I am, then this is where I'm going to bloom because I have a message to give. (laughs) And this is not as bad as, you know, compare yourself to others and always be like, okay, this is what I got. This is what I got. How can I glorify God in the midst of this? And that's how I started to rise up in, I mean, you just said a little while ago how we are, we are on a mission and, and, and I had to grow with resistance because when I started my social media or doing the social media for the store, my mom did not believe in social media. Mm. I mean, there was no Instagram. There was no, I mean, it was just Facebook. And I remember she would be all, all the time on my head, like, what are you doing? Get back to work. Because for her, work is actually sweating labor and not being in front of a computer or, um, and, and, and she just never got what I was doing until it flourished. <laughs> so I had to grow with, I had to grow with resistance, but because I knew, I knew that my purpose was to connect with people. And if, if God had placed me in a spot where I was going to connect with them through their home, through interior design, then that was how I was going to do it. And I was going to do it in the best way possible so that somehow his message would get across. And what I think is so clear, uh, just with everything that you've been saying and, you know, all the different platforms that you're reaching people is that you are showcasing and living that Proverbs 31 woman, you know, like she sets about her work vigorously. Her arms are strong for the task and uh, you're showing that and showing up uh, for so many people by adding value. Yes. Yes. And isn't that what life is all about? Yeah. Amen. And uh, another thing that we were wanting to know is with everything going on um, on your entrepreneurial journey, what the biggest challenge you have faced and overcome? <sighs> a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think the first one that a lot of people don't know, even though I've said it often, is I love that I am not qualified to have the job that I have. Mm. I've never been qualified to have, you know, God has been so 
gracious to me. I did catering, I remember at first, you know, because us entrepreneurials, it doesn't matter if we're in the house, if we're in a business setting, we are doing something with our ideas. So I was in, in catering way back when Google or anything was up. And I remember these chefs, I mean, these people that were known for great cooking would come into the kitchen and say, oh my gosh, what are you? Because I was very, I, I guess I had the gift of knowing what to mix and what to do. And and they were so interested. And inside I was like, Lord, I don't even have a diploma. I'm just <laughs> Who's, you know, maybe because of my eating disorder, I kind of, you know, found out about food and, and I was fascinated by what works together. And then in what I'm doing right now, what people don't understand, and I always say all the time is, I'm not an interior designer. I have done over 200 videos of makeovers and I explain to people what is wrong with the houses and how I'm going to fix them. And they're like, do you give courses? And I'm like, uh, I am not an interior designer. I graduated from marketing with it when there were no computers. <laughs> and and that has been my biggest limit, but my biggest blessing because I don't feel the need to prove myself. I can tell you up front, nope, I am not qualified. It's all by God's grace that he has me where he has me from the moment one. And I think that's another thing I wanted to say. There's something about entrepreneurs, no matter what business you take, that you are you are satisfying a need. You are serving somebody, something. You know, for me, I, in the store, we saw that there was a need for people to feel their homes beautiful. Mm. You know, and, and one thing I do have is I grew up in a family that knows how to live beautifully. Not expensive. It's, it's not the same thing. They just know how to live beautifully and they know how to, I mean, there's a, there's a little weird plant flowering and we're just going to cut it and we're going to put it inside and it just looks so beautiful. Um, and just appreciate the little things in life to have the salt in a very nice salt thingy. Um, and so for us, it was just natural to share what we had learned. And because I'm such a good communicator, I was like, well, because one day I thought it's going to be hard going from one house to another for, for people to know what I'm because they came to me with questions. And I was like, OK, so if she, if she doesn't know how to put pictures in a nice way, maybe a lot of other people don't. For me, it was natural because I grew up with that. So I thought I'm just going to film myself and I'm going to tell people when I go into houses, how I kind of work it in my head, but I never thought, oh, I'm the expert. So everybody listen and I'm going to do this. And I, and like I said, that, that helped me a lot because I, I just don't worry about criticism because of course I'm, I'm amazed. Like we were talking before, it's a blessing what I have because According to my ability or my title, I should not have anything. So, so I don't care about criticism. It, it doesn't offend me. I expect it because I want to learn. That's how I got to where I got by knowing that I'm not the expert. Um, and the other thing is working with family. Working with family is always difficult. Um, like I said, you always want to play with the, you know, the child card and you want to be, there's, it's very difficult to kind of draw the line of, you know, but it's Mother's Day. We shouldn't be talking about work. But what else are we going to be talking about? That's, you know, each other all the time at work. So we're going to talk about work. And, you know, if she's mad at you as your mom, but then she's working with you, she's also mad, but not as your boss. So drawing that fine line, I must tell you, it was very, it is very difficult until 
one day God showed me my mom in this amazing light and it just kind of flipped a switch for me. And I realized that the things I'm struggling with every day as an, as a, as a, as an entrepreneur, as a mom, as a daughter, as a wife, she's dealing with all that plus 40 years. And it, and it was just such a humbling moment because I had seen, I had begun to see my mom as, here she comes again. She's going to question everything I say. And, uh, and God was just like, do you not see the fears that you're going through? She's going through them. And I have allowed you to be there as a gift. This is a gift from me to you that you would be there to hold your mother's hand. Who cares about the company? I will take care of the company. That's not your task. The task is to honor your mom. I mean, I think about it and I want to cry all the time because for so many years, I got the wrong test. I thought it wasn't about that. I thought it was about being, you know, a good businesswoman and being, and it wasn't, a. it was, but the real test was about honoring my mom and being there for her and, you know, calming her fears and, and just so, so that. Did I answer your question? Yes. <laughs> oh yeah. Threefold. You've got all different angles. <laughs> oh, okay. that's, that's a beautiful story. Thanks for sharing that because- I had a similar experience with my father and I thought it was something that I just didn't think could happen. And then it happened and it literally felt like everything changed. My daughters have worked in our business too and continue to do. And so I, maybe I don't have uh, the uh, the history like you do, but I do know there's there's so many challenging family businesses, but that picture that you just painted was was really beautiful. So thanks for sharing with our audience. That is that is awesome. That's the essence, right? That that is the essence of everything. Are you tired of being in the rat race? Are you tired of trading your time for money? Why is somebody else in control of your retirement? At Wealth Journey, we believe in challenging the status quo of the conventional way of managing money. We believe it's time for you to start winning. Your free 30-minute consultation is waiting for you today. Give me a call at 480-619-2559. That's 480-619-2559. Your success is what we do best. Now back to Your Life Against the Grain. So all that you've got going on, all the things going on in your head, would you share with with us just some of the things that you know I believe in? We have to uh, put the right fuel into our bodies, um, the right mm-hmm. habits. And would you just share a couple of the habits that you that you are unforgivable or make your day to be perfect? Um, and some of those things that you just do on a routine that help you to do what you do. Uh, it's funny because when you say that, I'm thinking I am the most undisciplined person in this life. Like I, 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 I just, I don't, but I think also that's one of my strengths. I give myself grace. I mean, and when I say I give myself grace, I give myself a lot of grace. I mean, there are days and now, especially in quarantine, there are days when I just, I don't want to get out of my pajamas and I want to putter all day. 
And I allow myself to do that. I, I think for me, because I had my anorexia and my bulimia, it is very important for me to connect with my feelings and to know what is going on. And I know there, and, and you know what the beauty of this quarantine is that now you have the time to do that. Before, I was telling Mark the other day how before I could get 20 things done in a day. Very, very productive, but maybe not as fruitful. Now I'm allowing myself to say, you know what? I'm going to tackle this one thing today. And, and I need to rest knowing that God knew my flaws way before he even hired me. And he hired me anyways. Um, so I, and I, I always say to myself, you know, I've been in positions where I am surrounded by such amazing people. And when I mean amazing, they have resumes that would go on for pages. And when they say, I need your resume, I'm like, Okay, I'm a little housewife, you know, prairie, playing on the little house on the prairie, which had three kids before the age of 30. And I actually, you know, so my resume is always like, God, you must have some sense of humor. But but I always, and I always, I remember when I, for those that don't know me, I have a YouTube channel. And I remember before getting on this YouTube channel, because remember what I wanted to do was to share what I knew because it had helped some people. So I thought, well, it might help some others. And, and I was like, okay, Lord, but if I get on this track, you need to be my manager. Because when I sit in these boards and I, you hear all these amazing people, sometimes you don't, I don't even understand what they're talking about. Like, I don't even understand their language, let alone what they're actually saying. And we're talking about numbers, which I hate. And I, I, I'm just a creative person and I'm all, almost like a dreamer. And I'm seated, I'm sitting in these board meetings with these, with these accomplished businessmen who have, you know, masters and all this kind of diplomas. And I'm just like, oh, happy thoughts, happy thoughts. But I've always said, okay, Lord, if you have me here, there's a purpose for this. And I, I, whoever is listening to me, I, I urge you to not underestimate the gifts that God has given you. I was president of United Way Honduras for, and, and I remember when I was, when I was named, I was like, what? No, 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 no. There were so many more people that were more qualified. And I was like, Lord, why are you doing this to me? This is going to be embarrassing. And I remember God saying, you told me to use you. Mm. And I was like, yes, but you know, like behind the covers, not in such a position. <laughs> I'm on the this. And and he was like, I am placing you there and end of discussion. And while four months into it, we found out that our uh, chief director, um, there was a lot of money missing. And, and, you know, I found out that God placed me there, not because I was great in numbers, not because I was a great business person, but because I had a zeal to do what was right. And while everybody was telling me, well, you know, but we can overlook this because I mean, we don't have the time to, you know, to get into the bottom of this or whatever. And I was like, no, no, this is wrong. And I need to get to the bottom of this. And I, I would get up at three o'clock in the morning to pray. Like I understood what was going on spiritually. And I thought, Lord, you are definitely not impressed by titles. I mean, you just want somebody who's willing to do what you want. And that's it. It doesn't matter if you have titles. It doesn't matter if you're smart, if you don't think you're smart. I mean, it really doesn't matter. So um, what was the question again? 
<laughs> we were talking about daily I habits. Really you have daily habits, like oh. you're mentioning prayer. So um, that's obviously part oh, of. Right, right. No. So I, so like I said, I really try to live by the spirit every day in the sense of, okay, I don't have a plan because usually when I make my plans, I do have plans and I say, I want to do this and I want it done by May. That comes July. It's not really done, but I know I rest knowing that he's ultimately my manager. Like one of the things I say is I don't go knocking on doors because if I do, I'm going to tumble that, that door down because I'm so insistent. So I'm like, Lord, I'm just not going to get involved. Like if you want me somewhere, you are going to find a way for that door to open without me having to bring it down. Um, So like I said, I rely a lot more than anything on being connected to him. And I think that if this pandemic has taught us anything is that we need to be ready for change. Like whatever you thought was planned, he can change it in a second. So I rely on my ignorance. (laughs) (laughs) I rely on knowing that I don't know. Yeah. So, you know, so, and sometimes God knows if I need a break and I just, and sometimes God will know if I just need to hustle and sorry, but I need to get this done. And so I focus on that and I get it done. So there are seasons in my life and I'm okay with that. And I see a superpower with how you've recognized the seasons and you're seeking out God's voice through it all, um, keeping that humble mentality and disposition. You know, he's using you through that because the Bible is so clear. God seeks the humble and he opposes the proud. So he's seeing you, Marcella, uh, wanting to seek him. And he's like, I'm going to use you whether you think that I can or not. I know that you're going to do big things for me. Yeah. Amen. Another thing we would love to know about you is what book would you recommend for our audience? I have, well, I love Simon Sinek. I mean, if you've read him, he ha- he has one that's The Infinite Game, which I love. Mm-hmm. I love one, um, Building a Story Brand by Donald. <laughs> yeah. I mean, oh my gosh, if you need to know anything about marketing, that book is amazing. But I was telling um, Scott here that there's one book that I have just, like, I think every leader should read it. It's called H3 Leadership by Brad Lomenick. It's literally be humble, stay hungry, always hustle. I love that book. I love that book. When I and, and talking about how I rely on God, it's funny because I always look back to where he's brought me and I keep telling myself, oh my God, I'm I graduated marketing when there were no computers. What am I doing, you know, with this? And and I and and my my daughter who studied media communication, I remember when I started the YouTube channel, she told her friends she was in college and she would tell they were like, "Oh my gosh, your mom reached like, you know, how many f- subscribers does she have?" And, <laughs> and my daughter was like, "But you don't understand. Like my mom having a YouTube channel, it's like you gave a f- cell phone to a seven-year-old and she just played with it. And now she has <laughs> so many followers. Um, when I read this book and I began to read all the, all the advices that he gave to being, a, that he gave to being a good leader. And I was like, Lord, you have not missed a thing in my, in my training. You know, I was like, Lord, I mean, you've been training me. You've been, he surrounded me with wise people. Um, that's one of the things that I always do. I, I seek counsel. I have prayer partners that are way smarter than me and just way better. And I, 
I seek for correction. I mean, don't give me the honey of it because that that is very plain to see. Give me, you know, give me the raw, give me the awful, give me the ugly. And this book covers so many things. I mean, about coaching. I love coaches and I I love um, knowing about different uh, disciplines and all that. This book, H3 Leadership, is a must read. I mean, it's so good. Well, we'll be buying that soon. I know I haven't read it yet, but yeah, it sounds amazing. <laughs> it is. It is. So you have uh, shared so much today, Marcella, with us. And um, it's probably hard to limit it down to, but what do you think would be one piece of advice that you would give to someone who doesn't feel qualified, who doesn't have the titles, who doesn't think that they can do it? What, what would you be your advice to them? I would say that's your biggest asset that you are not qualified. I always say, imagine you not qualified and yet God chose you. That's all the qualification you need. I think it's important um, that you do take the time to find out what is your purpose? Um, what, why, why do you want to do what you do? For me, like I said, it was always about serving. It was always about, and, and I believe that no matter where you're at, even if you say, I hate this company, I think God's purpose in your life can be accomplished in that horrible company. You know what I mean? And he's not going to move you until you bloom where you're planted. And for me, I, you know, you know, Scott, all of my friends were missionaries and there I was in an expensive store selling expensive furniture. Right. And I was going to a missionary church and I kept thinking, God, this is embarrassing. I'm here living the life why am I not in some Chinese prison, you know, sharing the gospel? That's the way to serve you, not here selling expensive <laughs> things to rich people. And God was so clear. He was like, that's where I want you. That's you're staying there. Not that I complained. I don't want to be in a Chinese prison. You know, let me just get that out. But I really felt like I don't understand. I have a message to say. And slowly he began to, he allowed me to see that these people that were coming into my store looking for something for their innermost sanctuary, these are their homes we're talking about. It was like, these people are placing their trust in you. And then we began to do the makeovers where I would go to their homes. And and by that time, because I was so clear on my mission, um, God had allowed me to see that wherever I went, I carried the Holy Spirit with me. So if I placed my foot in a house of whoever, I could leave the Holy Spirit behind. Like that was some powerful thing that God chose me. It was like, don't forget, you're not selling furniture. I mean, yeah, that's that's the means I'm using, but you're really going there for me. And that to me was important because once you know that, you understand that you need to measure success by his standards. I remember one client one time she because I was like lord that everybody would see you in in all my work and that I would you know and then this client came along and I I started with her and whatever and then mid midway um I could not decorate her house so she switched and I remember going down and thinking lord I failed like what happened I thought you know I thought every person that would come in here would see you and I remember God saying why do you because I said, I, I remember I told God, what happens? We failed. And I was like, what do you mean we failed? What were you, you know, what did, what did you think you were doing? Your job, remember, is not decorating. You did not fail. Like they saw me. 
They saw me in how you acted. They saw me in how you let it go as well. So, so it's so important because the world will tell you if you are successful or not based on how much money you made, how many clients you had. And I, I remember in this YouTube video one time, I was like, Lord, remember when that lady from Target with the, with the mask from Star Wars hit like four million? Yeah. Chewbacca. <laughs> Chewbacca. And I remember saying, Lord, what's this? I mean, how can she get 4 million views? And I, you know, because you start forgetting where God has brought you from. So for me, 100,000 was not enough anymore. And it was like God saying, yes, if, if it were about the views or the likes or the subscribers, all it takes is my pinky and you would have 100 billion followers. That's not what it's about. It's about your character and learning to trust God and learning to surrender all your ideas of success and fame and failure to him. Um, so that would be my advice. I mean, don't be afraid. If God is calling you, there's no way you can fail, not on his standards. And that's all that should matter. Amen. That wow. made me think of this. Oh, what was that? No, <laughs> I told you. <laughs> yeah, that made me uh, think of a quote by Francis Chan that says, our greatest fear should not be a failure, but succeeding at things in life that don't really matter. And wow. with that, it's like, okay, you might get 4 million views from something, but if that isn't actually what's you know bringing purpose and uh, you're not living your life the way you think you know on mission, how, how is that even making a difference? Um, and with you, you might not maybe have as many followers, even though 309,000 followers on YouTube is not any small thing. Uh, you're still... <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're showing up in huge ways. And you're just you're going at it as such a great perspective. And you truly are being the hands and feet of Jesus, just every day, whether that's on your uh, website, through the YouTube videos, you're doing it in your way and the way that God has called you. Yeah. And, and the, really the, the purpose of this uh, podcast, Marcella, is to lift up entrepreneurs, put them in the spotlight, and show what good things they are doing. And I think that because there's so much that is the opposite of what I just said, uh, that... Um, you know, there's so much noise that business people are bad in, especially with what's going on. And uh, I was talking with my wife just the other day of, of the importance of how difficult it is. We realize that we have families depending on us, and yet we have to make big decisions so the whole boat doesn't go down, not just part of it. And that's I truly see, you know, what you're doing, the people that you employ and, you know, that you, all your family employs. Uh, we have a responsibility and it is heavy and it keeps us up at night. It is a great responsibility. And I, I just, uh, so that's really what we, you know, the message is, is what it takes, how hard it is and to not, uh, to just to keep at it. And you have done a marvelous job today of, uh, business and faith, what it looks like to be a, a tough, godly woman in in a world that that quite frankly doesn't doesn't is is antagonistic towards both of those things so we are so thankful for you sharing and preaching it um it's great stuff so thank you so much marcel and you know we want to we will in our show notes we you know just tell us how people can 
tell our audience how people can get a hold of you. What are some of your, you know, social media, your, your names. And also we'll have that in the show notes. And again, this show is about honoring you and all entrepreneurs that are going against the grain. Thank you. Um, well, yeah, they can reach me. Um, I have my Instagram and my Facebook and my YouTube under El Armario HN. That's armoire for Spanish and you know, <laughs> for Honduras. And then my webpage is Mas de Marcela, more of Marcela, <laughs> because uh-huh. that's kind of expanded. Um, yeah. <laughs> Wonderful. Yeah, the world needs more of Marcela. So thank you again for being here today on the show. It's been an absolute blast and an encouragement to just hear your story. We want to keep preaching the word with you, sister. And uh, thanks for being a superstar and for just showcasing that you're a learn-it-all and not a know-it-all, but you definitely have tons of knowledge. So thank you again for sharing your wisdom. Thank you.